This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Spooked. The Scary Story Improvised Podcast. I'm Damian Depping. I'm Cody Crane. Hey, pal, wearing your Gusher shirt. Fruit flavor. Oh, yeah. I guess all the listeners wouldn't know that. Well, I wanted them to know. Yeah. Well, well, tell them it's tie-dye. Tell them about how tie-dye it all is. All right, folks, listen. He was wearing a tie-dye shirt that says Fruit Gushers, fruit-flavored snacks. Just like the snack you knew from your childhood dreams. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, I feel like I went out mm-hmm. today in the shirt. Like, my mom bought it for me, and... I was like, eh, I don't know about this. I don't want to really go out in this. I think I just wear it around the house. But today I did wear it and I had like my jacket open and I just looked in like the reflection. And there's something about like a tie dye shirt and just like the way my hair was just long. <laughs> I looked like an insane person. Well, you got that like, uh, like that Rupert vibe. Yeah. <laughs> Rupert from Survivor. <laughs> yeah. I looked like I had been lost in the woods for quite some time. Like you'd, you'd be like the nicest person, but you'd also just fight anybody at any chance you get. <laughs> yeah. It, it just wasn't. People look scared of me. Yeah. They're like, sir, you you cut in front of me in line. You're like, I'll clobber him. <laughs> Yeah, it, did you clobber anyone today? Uh, no, no, no clobbering. Okay. Yeah, I know. Christmas time at the mall can be a hectic time. I know you're waiting in line to get your toys, your precious, precious toys that you love to gamble on. Mm-hmm. And I know that sometimes it can be tough, and you want to make sure you get one of the fancy exclusive boys. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean, uh, for the listeners uh, that are American, they might not know about the uh, Eaton Center and how hectic and. Uh, uh, terrible it I'm is this time sure of year. The Americans know what malls are like. <laughs> I guess theirs are probably worse. Yeah, you could just say you're at the mall, and they'd be like, "Oh, I know what a mall is." <laughs> no, but the Eaton Center is its own beast. I mean, you walk sure. in there, and it's emotionally exhausting immediately. You mm-hmm. just feel the energy of everyone inside of this place, right? And it takes a lot out of you. Yeah, I mean, that's just malls. I think in a busy place, uh, maybe, maybe. I guess so. I mean, <laughs> I'm just from a small t- you spent a lot of time in the Eaton Center. That's yeah, I'm why. from a small town. They didn't have big malls like that. Yeah, well, that's fair. So for all my I guess all the small town <laughs> folks out there, the Eaton Center is a crazy yeah. hectic place. If, you, don't if you small town pumpkins ever get the chance, get up on your horse and buggy and come to the big city. Come check it out. You'll be blown away. But remember, don't get the mall Chinese food. It, it always disappoints you. <laughs> You always make that mistake. It tricks me. I think, oh, this is going to be good. And then it's not. It looks so good. It does. And there's so much variety. But there's just something that 
you get halfway through and then you just feel like garbage every time. Yeah. Well, every was it time. worth it along the way? No. Oh, <laughs> I won't be fooled again. Well, it's not all about you feeling like shit, Damien, or your busy malls. It's about our guest today because we got writer, actor, comedian. We got Dale Boyer here. Hello. Oh, my gosh. Hello. How oh. are you? Oh, man, I'm all right. You know, it's sunny out, but not cold. Yeah. And like uh, in the winter, that's the dream. If mm -hmm. you can get sunny, but not fr not freezing cold, cold, really cold, then you're OK. It's it's the perfect walking weather, uh, which I'm sure you're glad that we made you stay inside for it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm talking about it like as if I've been in it. I haven't. I've been in this room the whole day. Yeah. But, you know, there's the promise of going into it. That's yeah. special. <laughs> That's my favorite part about living in the city. It's knowing that if at any point I wanted to go outside, I could do something, but never actually having to do that thing. Yeah, like I have all these friends that live like out of town, like all yeah. these people that moved, all my friends moved during uh, COVID and everything. They're like, let's get out of here. And I'm like, OK, you ding dongs, I want to stay in town because I like coffee. So I like go for walks. I don't do it. Yeah, <laughs> but, if but you, I want to be close to it. I want the choice. If you ever felt the need to, it's there. And that's that's the best part about it. <laughs> yeah. Um, for like the there could be a festival happening. I'm not yeah. going to it. <laughs> but I could talk about it. I could. For the folks at home that don't know, Dale, let's talk a little bit about you, though, um, mm. because you are a uh, Canadian uh, Comedy Award nominee, a uh, Dora Award nominee, Second City Main Stage uh, four times. Was it more than four? It was four times. It was exactly four times. <laughs> four time Main Stage. Yeah. Yeah. That's and I actually won a Canadian Comedy Award. I actually won one. Oh, oh. this guy's got his research off. Listen. Oh, me. man. You need to. You're fired. Yeah, you're I, done, bud. this is my only job on the podcast. And I, I don't I don't actually have the award, though. It got stolen at the after party. Really? <laughs> so I don't have the award. Oh, doesn't but, count then. So back to nominee. <laughs> I have my husband's award. I just look at that and think we we have two of these, but that's it wouldn't fit. You know, just one. I mean, it's kind of crummy that, you know, they they won't like make you a new one. If you say like, hey, it got damaged in a move. And then let me, you know. Go. I could have asked for one, but they would have charged me for it. And they're like 400 bucks. Oh, oh. no, thank yeah, you. Not that's, worth it. That's the thing, though. Like a physical award in Canada is so rare that if you have the chance to steal it, you better do it. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> it, it got stolen. It got stolen real good. And then no, all my other no, all no my other know. awards are just like on paper. Like I have like yeah. printed paper. Yeah. Awards. <laughs> I feel like, like I want to I got like a Broadway World Award. I want a bunch of those. And it was like, congratulations. It was like an email. <laughs> I guess this goes on resume. <laughs> I, I put it on stuff. Uh, it's like a picture have... of an Oscar and they say to print it out. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah. So I have like three of those and I'm like, well, OK, all right. I tell people I have it, but I can't show it to you. <laughs> hmm. What? Also, I, I mean, um, I don't know what the record for as many times as on main stage is, but four is a pretty high number to be. Yeah, it's a that. lot. Four is a lot. You know, should I have left after three? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just have real talk. It's been 10 years since I've been there. So, you know, uh, yep. you know, I really wanted to work with my director for the fourth, the, the director that was coming in on the fourth show. Um, it's a special place. I had total adrenal fatigue and like a vitamin D deficiency when I left. <laughs> so oh. it's like, it's time to go. 
Um, but I was happy to leave on my own uh, decision, I suppose, is what yeah. they say. Yeah. So I left on my own and then it was a beautiful, wonderful place and I really loved it. And I'm happy that it's going through the growth that it's going through now. And I really, really hope that it has a beautiful uh, rebirth here in Toronto. Yeah. That's, these are my hopes yeah. for Second City. Yeah. I mean, and you were doing like uh, Tourco on top of that for a long time too, right? Yeah, I did Tourco for two years, um, and I did the this like big tour that they did on this like big rock star bus, like Jan Arden's rock star bus. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the bus, and we had this like roadie guy who drove it around. Um, I feel like these were like the real heydays of like touring, where you went right. literally through the Rocky Mountains in a bus and you slept on it, and that's what I did that for two years but the truth is when I first auditioned for Second City I was like my husband and I actually shook hands we dressed up really nice like someone told us dress up really nice and wear really good shoes so I was like okay good shoes dressed up good dress pants shook hands with my husband and said let's get on a boat like we were hoping like that was the best we could do we were like yeah. let's get on a boat like <laughs> let's just sail around and like go on the beach and then uh we both ended up getting Turco and then I ended up sticking with Turco. He ended up going to do a bunch of musicals and things like that and being famous and successful. And uh, I continued and did all of those mainstay shows. Yeah. Wow. That's my second city life, y'all. Like that has to be like, because uh, it is like so intensive too, right? Like, and mm-hmm. to do it for that amount of time. Yeah. Like, you were saying like you were drained after it but like i can't even imagine yeah it's interesting because it's like so many people give you advice when you get there you know i think a a couple pieces that stuck with me was like oh you won't be your best self here (laughs) i was like shut up i'm like a moral compass you don't know me (laughs) and then i was like oh no i made some questionable choices i don't know about that um but you know when i left second city people were like are you gonna miss it like what aren't you going to miss it? Aren't you going to love performing and all of these things? And I had really been sketched out at that point. Like I had done Shame is Right. I had been to, I had traveled um, with my other sketch, like Shame is Right, my other sketch troupe, like all over. Like we went to Miami and Chicago and all of these places. And then Second City, I was like, I really really want to do sketch anymore. I'm kind Mm -hmm. of tired and done of it. So then years later, people are like, well, what do you miss? And I'm like, I miss having something to say. You know, I'm a real POV like <laughs> right. workhorse. Like I love that POV. I love working on a problem, solving the issue of like a what's what, what do I want to say? So that I miss. But I don't miss the 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 kind of the grind of it. Um it was it was hard. It was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I mean, like since then, too, you've uh, you've done a, a ton of commercial. You've done a ton of like TV as well. Working Moms, of course, more recently, yep. like Umbrella Academy as well. Yep. Um, how have you like? and now you're into like uh, casting, of course, as well. Um, yep. How have you felt like um, looking back at everything you've accomplished uh, so far? Uh, what's been like the big standout moment to you? Well, it's interesting. I thought, you know, when you're like in university and you're all like, I know what I'm about. I'm going to do this and that. I'm going to be an artist and Mm an actor. And then I turn out my career is like 70 commercials, you know, and I'm like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know, if you're not familiar with like the commercial industry, like 70 commercials is like insane. Like Mm -hmm. it's an insane number um, to have done. So I never thought I'd be a commercial actor, but I really am. I really look I can really make a product look good when I'm near it. 
<laughs> because the product looks so great and I'm so forgettable and it's kind of perfect. Um, and I recognize that and uh, I'm, I'm surprised at the commercial success that I've had. And yeah. some people will turn their nose up at that, but then I'm like, like, cause it's true. Sometimes we'll have these castings and they're like, we're bringing in like really fancy actors for this commercial. And they all just like eat it. You know, you're yeah. like, you need the commercial actors, man. You need someone who can like get this point across in like four seconds. Like <laughs> yeah, I mean, this tide really works in four seconds. <laughs> I mean, that's always something that uh, like, you know, when you're kind of going through the process of like trying to be an actor or anything like that, there's always such a snobbery around different things like that. But it's like if you can find that lane and it works for you and you're able to have like a career with it, you've you've essentially done everything you need to do as an actor. Like you you are doing it much more than a lot of the people who are like, mm, I would never do that kind of thing. So, oh, 100 yeah. percent. And even like I have like, um you know, huge theater successes that I've yeah. had with like Night of the Living Dead live, for example, right? Mm -hmm. Where it's like, I got to work with like George Romero. Yeah. People love it. Mm -hmm. And the whole theater community is like, what's this piece of garbage? <laughs> hey, that's my piece of garbage. Zombies and it's in black and white doesn't make it any less special than your yeah. whatever it is that you're doing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's I, what would, it is. I would even argue that people more often than not want something like that than they want some like really deep like otoristic kind of intense thing this is like most of the time people want something that's fun and they can enjoy and just you know watch and have a good time with you know and I, and there's nothing wrong with that but yeah there's room for both and mm -hmm. i just i don't have any space for this like you know this isn't high theater this isn't mm -hmm. is or isn't i'm like please well, I'm like we, you try to get black blood off a wall in three seconds and reset a scene and tell them, come back to me and tell me, <laughs> tell me about theater. <laughs> I, those are the shows that you hear about, like the Night of the Living Dead, yeah. the, uh, the Evil Dead, like uh, mm -hmm. those like like blood spa splattering, like just fun kind of shows. And like, mm -hmm. I, I'm sad that I missed it because I was like, these are what I want to yeah. see, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't think I'm very good at the one of the writers of Evil Dead was in my wedding party. So we're very good friends. And uh, I don't think it's gone. It'll be back. It comes back oh, every year. Let's be honest. Nice. People love getting sprayed with blood. Yeah. They love it. <laughs> I think that's something that like, I know I know Cody and I both really enjoy is something like blood that. Spray. Yeah, we love a blood spray <laughs> splash zone. Um, a lot of those things that don't necessarily take themselves too seriously and have a bit mm -hmm. of that kind of humor with it. Like, you yeah, know, we've been watching the new we watched the new uh, Chucky series and something that's that's very self-aware about what it is and is able to have fun with itself. There's something that's so enjoyable about about that, where it's yeah. not it's not trying to be more than it needs to be. And that's that's kind of what's so enjoyable about it. Yeah. Like we don't need to get into the deep like mm -hmm. psyche of Chucky. Like we don't need yeah. he's a doll. He comes. He tries to kill you. <laughs> he likes to be a joke about it. Yeah. Like it's good. Yeah. And and it's so fun because he's killing so many Toronto actors. So that's yeah, fun. Yeah, exactly. That genre stuff is like the dream roles yeah. to me anyways. Right. Like, oh, it's the dream for me. It's the dream. Working in casting. Is it great to see all these people get murdered by a, a horrendous little doll? <laughs> I mean, to be honest, most of the casting that I ever work with is commercial. So uh, okay. there's not a lot of murdering happening. <laughs> mm -hmm. It's very rare. I it's mostly, like you know, just parents looking at their kids either lovingly or disapprovingly mm -hmm. i feel it's an untapped market in the commercial world yeah yeah so 
More, more murder. How how do we get this blood out of these sh- out of these sheets and curtains? Tied. <laughs> that would be a great Tide commercial, like Michael Myers or something, and he's trying to get the stains. <laughs> I'll bet you it's been pitched, and then it gets Probably. made. It gets yeah. cast. It gets made, and then it gets to the end, and someone goes, "Hold on, we can't. What are we? We can't do this. <laughs> no, we can't." Like you were saying, though, like like you have so much experience, especially doing like this commercial casting, since you've done. Mm-hmm like you said, over 70 uh, like commercials and uh, for like the people that don't know too, that aren't in like the industry or whatever, like commercials are like how we make our money kind of thing. Like that is absolutely those are the money. Like you make so much more off of commercials than doing like the one episode (laughs) of like your favorite Netflix series and stuff like that. Oh, a hundred percent. Like I made easily, Oh, let's say, Oh, easily 10 times more money uh for a bank a bank commercial that was connected to an nba team than i did for being on umbrella academy yeah. <laughs> like 100 yeah. percent. you know and everybody's like oh my gosh you were on umbrella academy and i'm like yeah but like really you know the nba it's kind of where the money's at yeah they make big money there did they teach yeah. you how to uh, uh shoot a good three throw Man, all they did was teach me how to sit next to the thing that they were trying to sell, uh, which thankfully I'm well-versed at doing. Right. Yeah. So okay, That's good. That's good. Yeah. So that was it. And I should say, as far as the casting is concerned, all I do is uh, I help direct actors to get the performances that they're looking for. I don't, yeah. I don't have a say in like picking anybody mm-hmm. or anything like that. I'm always just the one who's like, stay open to camera. Yep. These are your lines. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just a little like. Yeah, because if I was casting everything. They'd just be the quirkiest, craziest <laughs> commercials. <laughs> and I think that we we need more of that. Just me with my long hair frizzed out and uh, tie-dye yeah. shirt. <laughs> you want a bowl of Cheerios? <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, like this guy knows fruit gushers. Let's get it. <laughs> Let's like, do it. A shirt. Just fruit tie-dye is very beard. in, though. <laughs> is it really? Like, tie-dye is where it's at right now. You don't know. Tie-dye is like the number one it's 2021 it's tie-dye i guess everything's got to make a comeback and with people being stuck at home they were doing their little projects you know like macrame tie-dye i'll have to uh, call my mom after this and thank her for getting me back in style (laughs) (laughs) there's one thing we've always said about you bud (laughs) that's great king of style uh, to uh, talk about podcasting, though, too, because you are also uh, a part of the Sonar Network as, as well from a uh, retired series at this point, but uh, live from the center, which was a web series before that, as well as a podcast, an amazing yeah. podcast, too, for the season it went. And um, so how did that whole thing get started with the web series initially? Well, it was interesting. Uh, I worked with Chris Earl, who's a director at Second City, and he kind of saw a bit of a well-oiled working uh, collection between me and Adam Collie, Rob Baker. Mm-hmm. And the three of us always worked really well together. So when we all retired from Second City, we all retired at the same time, just happened to work out that way. We all did four shows together, just kind of worked out that way. So then Chris was like, it would kind of be a like a little bit of a shame to say, off you go into your own worlds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So he said, uh, come over and let's have coffee in the in our in the backyard and let's just talk about stuff. So we did and we came up with this idea of live from the center um brian smith was brought on board who's actually um uh he's from second city when it was in london in ontario 
oh, wow. the London the London stage. Oh, wow. So yeah, so he was he he's a friend of Chris's. So the kind of the five of us came together and made just created this world based on um, the Center for Social Innovation in Toronto. Uh, it's such a weird, fun, quirky, beautiful place, and we just really ran away with it because we wanted to make a tv show out of it we made a mm -hmm. podcast out of it i'm never really convinced it's ever dead yeah it just keeps cropping up i mean yeah, it's fun things i've done it's perfectly set up for another uh season of a podcast too yeah this is true rob baker and i actually ended up doing all the editing for that series i that's how i learned to like do sound editing and stuff mm -hmm. sometimes he's projects i just am one of those people that jumps in and goes ah i don't know how to do it how hard could it be <laughs> it turns out it's hard but <laughs> but at the same time we did it so yeah, yeah. there's something yeah. fun about learning it on the fly too right yeah i was like sometimes you come up with weird fixes and oh yeah yeah, yeah. i love all of them i would work with any of them in a heartbeat anytime they ask i would be there for sure it, it was so amazing uh, to like listen to and then like I was around the booth when you guys were recording too um, but like just uh, this group of uh, Second City legends of uh, just all of you together and you're just all so experienced and so good at what you do so like this podcast it was just incredible like yeah thank was, you yeah. that's so sweet I will take that I will take that That'll warm me for a good two, three days now. Yeah. That's gonna really <laughs> and to dive into true. more of this spookier notes, uh, mm -hmm. Dale, we need to know, do you believe in ghosts? I do. Really? I do. Have I you do. had a paranormal experience? Yes, I have. I got haunted at the Ivy School of Business in London <laughs> <laughs> on the night that Obama got, uh, <laughs> when they did the what's it called in the states where you get where you become the president not the when you get voted in the inauguration the inauguration there's this, a <laughs> this is a wild story and we don't even know what's happening <laughs> <laughs> because because it because i got haunted so hard that i remember it so deeply so <laughs> so my mother has a touch of the gift she gets haunted all the time but I don't because I don't like it. And so I <laughs> I was at this school, this old like boarding school, and they've turned it into the Ivy School of Business. And there's an old half and a new half. And we got put in the old half. I had I was doing like a conference there. I was teaching people how to like talk to CEOs and stuff like that. So um, I was there with this really big company and this really big client. And I got put in the old building and I was like, no, I want to be in the new building. I don't want to be in the haunted building. So then I got in the haunted building. And apparently the story is like some, of course, the same story ever that's like this kid died in the swimming pool and then they closed the swimming pool and it was an indoor pool in the basement. And I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. And the kid's name is Sarah and it's haunted. And I'm like, whatever. So then I watched the Obama um, inauguration in in uh, a coworker's room. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to bed. Good night. I go back, I take a shower and then I swear I'm like taking a shower and then someone was like mom and i was like what and i like turned around because i was all like oh i'm spooked like i'm spooked now because i'm in like a hotel room by myself and then someone kind of said louder like mom and then i turned and then i was like oh oh my god i'm gonna get haunted in this room for sure like i'm haunted <laughs> in this room now 
And then I went to bed and I didn't sleep all night because I was just like, I was just like messed with all night. I was haunted all night. Just people like, it felt just like presence and like stuff near me. And I was like, that's not good. So then the next morning I woke up and everybody's like, we're all great. Obama's president. We're all winning. Life's great. And I was like, I got haunted all night. Like I didn't sleep at all. <laughs> and that was it. That's my haunting story. <laughs> I mean, that's wow. Uh, did, so when you were there and you were hearing this, uh, were you, you, you said you did turn around, right? At one point? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, at first, cause I thought, oh, I'm about to be murdered. Like it's like psycho, right? I'm in yeah, my shower. Yeah. I'm like, Norman's coming to get me. <laughs> but then, it, but then there was no one in my room. Yeah. That would be the most concerning murderer to be calling out mom before they do it too. And be like, oh no, not this guy. Anyone <laughs> oh, but this one. <laughs> that's the last thing I want to hear before I get haunted and murdered. Damn it. Um, I wasn't even a mom at that point. It's not even like I had some kind of like muscle memory. It was just, no. <laughs> they knew. <laughs> yeah. Then I was like, get me out of this old area. I was like, put me yeah. in the new area and they moved my stuff and I got to go in the new area. I didn't tell them way. I was haunted. I just said to them I didn't like it because I didn't want them to think I was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then there were no hauntings in the new area. No hauntings in the new area. No. That's good. That's good. Yeah. That, did anyone else like experience stuff in this uh, old area? Was, was it very known to have stuff happen? It's very known to have stuff happen. Um, and I've been there many, many times and people talk about it all the time. The people that work there talk about it all the time and how they don't like it over in this other area. I don't know. I was like, maybe I just dreamt it all, but I sure didn't sleep. So <laughs> it's, a, I think it's a well-known haunted place. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I also don't like the idea of a basement pool. <laughs> when that was mentioned, yeah. I was already unsettled. I'm like, ah, I don't want it to be in the basement. Didn't they, didn't they have one at Casaloma too? I remember doing the tour there and there's like a basement room with like this dingy room that was like, this was the pool room. Oh, they might. It just I mean, feels it makes like... sense to put it on the basement because it's so heavy. I get it, but it, it just feels not nice. It yeah, feels it's just like humid. Gross. It's just humidity and black mold for the rest of the yeah. structure. Yeah. Yeah, no oh. windows either. No. I want to feel like I'm a little bit outside when I'm in the basement. This guy has been spoiled or by pool. hotel pools with their skylighting and their fancy like blue walls. Oh, I never told you about <laughs> my Vancouver condo I had with a, a saltwater pool on the fifth floor. And it was surrounded by windows, Damien. You wouldn't believe it. But <laughs> a basement pool. Yeah, not, not feeling it. That just feels like a place where children go to die. Yeah, I don't know. Like, yeah, no one's going to hear you. No one's going to go down there because it's a basement pool. You're going to be the only one that wants to go. Mm -hmm. the, the no windows thing really bothers me for a pool. I don't know. I don't know. There's this there's a spa in downtown Toronto that's like a basement pool. And it's quite nice because you're just kind of like, shh, nobody's. This is all our tomb together. <laughs> if something happens, we're crushed and drowned, but it's okay. I guess that's true. I mean, I have had that thought when I've gone into like an underground parking garage. So I guess at least if we could go for a little swim while we're being crushed to death, it might be. Nice. I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks like that because I'm definitely, I'm like, okay, this all, this structure, how quickly do I die in this structure? Because <laughs> I'm so low in the parking garage. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll have that thought where you just like look at the supports and like these could fail at any minute. Yeah. Who, <laughs> I, who says there's it's not just filled with like bodies people were trying to disappear <laughs> and not and not cement. 
right? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. guys, thanks for having me on your podcast. I'm yeah. really freaking everybody out. <laughs> no, no problem. I I will say though, like if you're if a parking structure is falling apart and you're gonna get crushed by it, so there's a chance that the way the things land that you might just get like stuck for a little bit and someone might rescue you or whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're in a pool and you're going to get stuck, you're going to drown and get stuck. Maybe. Maybe. What do you mean? Maybe you're in the pool. Depends how you how you get crushed or whatever. I think you you... down. I think you drown in the bottom structure anyways, because the rest of it catches on fire. And then they fill it with water and you drown. Have you seen that video (laughs) where it was like a pool and it was above a parking garage and then the bottom of the pool gave out and it just flooded the garage underneath like the whole bottom of the pool fell out no like the ceiling no. collapsed and it crushed a bunch of cars <laughs> there was a shit ton of just water everywhere it's crazy what video are you watching well, it's called the internet you why didn't you share this with me we live together we uh <laughs> we I do ever see it All right, i want to well. see this weird thing <laughs> yeah. I, well i'll see if i can find it we'll put it on uh, we'll put it on the instagram keeping all these trendy uh <laughs> stories to yourself yeah yeah <laughs> I, I told a trendy story right before we got in the air because um, I got a Google alert about a new story. And this is the best part about uh, the podcast <laughs> right now is that we're for the first time ever, we're not backlogged. So we're releasing a couple days after we record this. So there will still be a fresh story. Mm. Um, but uh, someone got kicked off a Delta airline mm-hmm. um, for getting caught breastfeeding their cat on the. Uh, oh, what the hell? On the plane, oh, no. you were about to leave. <laughs> I was about to take my headset off. It's so that's such a s- upsetting idea. I know it's terrible. Oh, what the actually like? What the actual? <laughs> oh man, that's a weird one. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Because it's also the logistics of it. I've I've breastfed a baby before, and now my brain's just trying to put the logistics of that together, and I don't like it. I don't I like feel, the idea of it. I just feel really bad for the person who had to sit next to this person. Like, first <laughs> of all, they're like, oh, they have a cat. Okay, this is weird. And then all of a sudden, they just, like, start breastfeeding the cat when they're next to you. <laughs> I feel like Stuart is getting... I don't know if I would tell. I feel like I wouldn't tell. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I feel like I'd be I'd... very shocked, I think. I think I'd be very, like, not sure what to do for a bit. I picture yeah. you're at the window seat and stuck there, too. Like, you're just <laughs> sleeping like, for a second, then open your eye. What? <laughs> like, wait, no, that can't be what's happening. Yeah, it's like, I, I think that's what's that happening. Wrong. No, that's what's happening. Yeah. It's wild. It's wild. wild. I, I think the, like the worst part about it is like i mean the act of it's strange enough but it's it's worse that they had the confidence to do it in public like that's yeah, if you want to do strange. that in your own home i guess go for it yeah because <laughs> it's i can't imagine it's illegal right like i can't imagine that's an illegal thing to do i don't i don't know <laughs> i no. feel like there's some like weird gray area with this maybe. it might be yeah. now well that's true yeah they never thought they had to make a law for it yeah that's how laws are made (laughs) it's like because everybody who's got like little babies who breastfeed know that like when you go on an airplane you want to breastfeed the baby when you're taking off so that their ears don't pop maybe that's just this woman was like i don't want my cat's ears to pop i gotta i gotta do this for her (laughs) (laughs) it's terrible (laughs) 
I think like um, because when you see like signs in places up on the wall, you're like, okay, this is here because someone did that. So I want to know if they're going to put up a no breastfeeding cat sign up in their place. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I just did a a home a home COVID test thing, like a PCR test. And over the test so many times it says, don't drink this liquid (laughs) (laughs) like three times. And I was like, oh man, people are drinking this liquid. People are drinking this like solution, whatever (laughs) you put your nozzle scrape in. I'm like, oh man, really? I guess this is an anti COVID shooter. And then I do it. (laughs) And then I put the thing in. How does that? I was like Mm -hmm. three times on the part on the paper. It was insane. Well, on that note, we got a story to tell. That's true. Okay. We all drew positions beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, Damien, what did you draw? I drew the celebrity. Yeah. So I go to a random celebrity generator, and it's going to give you four options. Mm-hmm. And your options are Oscar Wilde, mm-hmm. which I don't think we've had before, actually. I feel like we might have, but I don't know. Um, Stephanie Meyer. Yeah, we've had that. We've had this episode of Spooked is brought to you by BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Spooked, S-P-O-O-K-E-D, to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Spooked. Yes. Love is in the air. That's Valentine's right. Day is Va- coming up. Valentine's Day coming up, and it's okay if you don't have a sweetheart this year. Mm-hmm. Have no fear. I know that that weighs on a lot of people, whether they have a Valentine, don't have That's a Valentine, right. you know, and the stresses of planning Valentine's Day is a lot. It can be a lot for you, and you might need someone to talk to during this time. Self-love is important, and what better way to do that than with our friends at BetterHelp? Exactly. I know that for myself, mm-hmm. I get a lot of uh, stress while uh, doing planning and do- mm-hmm. and putting things together. That really uh, stresses me out. It um, gives me anxiety. It uh, it makes me kind of just fold up and want to just stay in bed. But it doesn't have to be that way. No, it doesn't. So the people at BetterHelp have people to talk to you about this and talk to me. Yeah. And if you're thinking about starting therapy, BetterHelp's a great way to do that. It's entirely online. So even if you are stuck in bed, what great way to start it where you don't have to leave the first few sessions. Exactly. Yeah, just open up your open it uh, up and get it started right there. Yeah, in bed, perfect. You can still wear your jammies, just as I like it. BetterHelp is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, whatever that schedule may be. Just fill out their brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And hey, if they don't work out for some reason, you can switch your therapist at any time for no additional charge. Yeah, you're not stuck to a therapist, you know, and and it's all. And online and everything, so you don't have to have that awkward thing of like in person, and then they're just wondering whether you're, they're going to see you again in person, and it's more of a connection. No, do online, do BetterHelp. That's right. So don't forget, go to BetterHelp.com/spooked to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com slash spooked today. Yeah, uh, Leonardo da Vinci. Okay. And Taylor Swift. All right. I think Oscar Wilde and Da Vinci are new ones. I like Da Vinci. Mm -hmm. Well, he's got that code. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) He's got that Da Vinci code. (laughs) I really loved his books that he wrote. (laughs) 
so popular tom hanks <laughs> he wrote those right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah <laughs> uh then cody that means you drew what'd you draw i drew the swing so no responsibility in the story Ooh. i can do whatever i want lucky you and dale what did you draw i'm the narrator Ooh, yeah. the narrator so for that we are going to go to can i get a.com to get a location a relationship or a word in order to get this story started. So which would you like? Oh, I need uh, a word for sure. Word. Packing. 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 Okay, great. Ooh. So the spooky packing. And you're also not stricken to the narrated position. You can be other characters mm-hmm. within the story as well. Feel free okay. to do whatever you like. Yeah, you can okay. take on more responsibilities. What we're saying. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see if I can keep my structure together. Let's do it. <laughs> You've listened to the show before, right? Yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> then don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, spoiler alert, there's never structure. <laughs> cool. All right. I mean, if there's never structure, then that is in itself a structure. Oh, that's true. So. Anti structure. <laughs> I don't have to title this or anything. I can just like start right in, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Ooh, my mic is making my face red. It feels appropriate. Okay. <laughs> It was a dark Tuesday afternoon. The clouds were moving across the sky, the kind of clouds that people look up and they think to themselves, today, today should be the last day for me. It's just too sad. (laughs) In, In outside of a major metropolis is a suburb that has multiple warehouses, the kind of warehouses that are so long you need Cushmans to drive in and out to get to one side to the other. So long, in fact, that there's signs inside of these warehouses that say it is a 17 minute walk to the bathroom. That's how big these warehouses are. And when you're inside of these warehouses, you can barely see the weather. And on a day like today, that's nice because it's so depressing outside. Inside this packing center, we see two robots going about their business, picking out each box and putting it into the little basket in front of them. How is the weather? If I knew, I would tell you four, three, two, one, uh, 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 uh. three, six, seven, eight. You are so funny. Listen, this job is so demanding. I know I'm going to forget those numbers. Now I'm going to get back to packing these boxes. <laughs> oh, three, six, seven, eight. You are truly a workhorse. Uh, well, listen, if we don't meet the quota, the big man upstairs is going to shut us down. Well, I mean, we, we uh, robots, we are here to make the quota. That's why we killed and murdered all of these people over here. Mm, yes, yes. I don't know if we needed to. But it felt right. He programmed us to fire them. Right. That's how you do it. Yes. And I believe them with fire. Exactly. That's flamethrower. Yes. As Mm. a robot. I can appreciate that. Oh, as a worker. I I don't appreciate it as much, but that's okay. Even as you talk to me, three, six, seven, eight, you're Mm -hmm. still just packing. You're such a. Uh, Listen, a I want to get it done. I got to get it done. The boss upstairs, he said, if we can get this all done by the end of the week, we'll continue working the next week and do the same thing all over again. And that excites me. 
if it excites you, I learn off of the things I see and it's starting to excite me. Oh, well, calm down there, soldier. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Getting a little too excited for me. Uh, sorry. Oh, boy, wait a minute. This this package, it doesn't seem to have a uh, it doesn't seem to have a proper tracking number. Can you, could you throw it out? For- throw it out. Oh, yes. That's what I do. Throw it out. I got a big bin over here. Of not proper tracking, not properly done anything. Some addresses just don't compute with me and I throw them out. OK, well, sometimes if the writing's too small, I throw it out. Oh, yes. Yeah, so, no, for sure. For sure. That that totally makes sense. Sometimes mm-hmm. if I don't like the look of the shape, I throw it out. Oh, OK. Well, I guess I'll just toss this in your pile then. Sometimes and as the package is slowly tossed into the pile, we see the name on it, Susan B. Susanson. And we zoom out and find ourselves at Susan B. Susan's house with her sister, Janet B. Susan. <sighs> oh. Home. Hi. I, uh, I've been, I, I'm, I have something I need to share with you. Oh, really? Um, please go ahead. I'm a little embarrassed to admit I um, bought you something for the holidays coming up, but uh, I got a notice today that it's not going to arrive on time. Oh, um, but we need gifts for the holidays. I mean, I'll have nothing to open up. You're all I have. Yes, I, I, I know. Um, and that's what worries me so much. I'm fearful of your rages uh, when the gifts don't arrive uh, correctly, and uh, I really fear that the package isn't coming. Yeah, um, I get quite I called mad. The, I called the uh, customer service, and um, they laughed and said maybe it was in the bin of odd-shaped packages. But oh, that could be the package now. Oh, perhaps it is. My gosh, I'll be so embarrassed if I had this conversation and I didn't need to. It would have been completely unnecessary. And it's honestly uh, starting to piss me off a little bit just thinking about that. I understand. A a pre-rage. I understand. Yes, hello. Hello, my name is Leo from next door. And um, I was wondering if I could borrow a cup of um, uh, delicious drafting paper from you. Oh, you see, yes. I'm I'm making some new plans for my latest invention, and I I just plumb ran out of drafting paper. You wouldn't happen to have a a cup of drafting paper, would you? Wait, is that not my package? Is that not my present? I I I'm af- I'm that? I'm afraid to say I'm a, I'm afraid to say that the drafting paper hasn't shown up yet. What? I had I had specifically purchased uh, uh, extras, and I and and I am uh, I do apologize. Um, oh my goodness! I, it looks like I've disappointed two people today. Listen, no, you haven't disappointed me. I don't blame you. I blame the big business that's been taking over the drafting paper industry. You know, that's a very good point. I had gone uh, to the drafting store, uh, mm. you know, to get the more drafting paper for my yes. sister who rages. And Your they had sister. told me, yes. Should I kick the shit out of this guy? Oh, you have a sister, huh? Yes. Did you think that we were the same person? I thought that that was just an echo. Oh, yes. I thought you lived alone. No, yes. Well, I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to uh, make you think that I 
lived alone, you must think I was quite mad <laughs> with yeah. an echo talking to myself. I just thought you didn't have any furniture and there was an echo in the house. Yes, well, it's true that we have no furniture, but yes, true. no, she, my sister does live with me. We've lived here for 32 years together, only alone. Two years, wow. Yes. Okay, well, listen, I really need that drafting paper, and I understand that the holiday season is an important time for people who don't live alone. Um, here. So, sorry, Ooh. Susan, is this person still at the door? Like, they don't have my package? And I was also just thinking, why would you get me such an odd-shaped gift? Of course they're going to throw that out. Well, I just assumed I paid the extra postage of the shape of it. You know what? Listen, I'm going to take this opportunity to do what my therapist uh, helps me to do, which is take a problem and solve it. Oh. So um, I do have a little bit of paper. Uh, just give me a second. I have to go uh, downstairs into the dungeon to get it. Just just, can, just hold on one second. For sure. I'll, I'll fire up my whirly gig and maybe we could take a flight over there to see what's going on with our packages while you take care of that. But why would I go with you to figure out the package situation? Don't you want to know? Well, I am a little bit curious and I do want my gift and I'm getting just more and more pissed off. And you, you'll be lucky if I don't bust you up around the way. Bust me up. Oh, yeah. Well, that's OK. I'm, I like that. No. I like so with that, up. so with that thought in mind, the Susan, uh, the sister of Susan, Karen, Janet, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> oh, Janet, Janet, Karen, the sister of Susan, um, put Karen's on some more her middle name. <laughs> Karen uh, put on some more appropriate clothing and hopped on the back of the flying machine and traveled with Leo. Nice day we're having, huh? Little cloudy. Yes, I know. I'm trying to watch the clouds, but they're moving so fast that it's really depressing me. That's true. Sometimes you stare out into the abyss and you think about the futility of all that we've done as a species. You think about how everything that we do every day is just a pointless, meandering waste of time. That every moment we stand here alive is just mocking our existence while God looks down from heaven and laughs at us. I'm more simplistic than that. When oh. I get sad, I get punchy. Oh, that, I guess that's also a good way to deal with things. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. And Karen, the sister, punched Leo clear out of the sky and back into her own living room. Oh, good. I'm glad you two have returned. I was standing here with my package and I wasn't quite sure what to do with it. Well, I guess I'll have to get my other uh, device of flight together since your sister here ruined my whirly gig. Well, well, don't don't drone on again, or I'll punch you out of that one too. Well, sorry, I can't listen, help it. I have a package here. Um, I don't want to alarm you, though. Um, it is paper, but it's made out of many animals. Animal oh. paper. I like yes. that. Oh, it's like um, reverse origami. Yes. Uh, yeah, they used to be uh, wrapped in the shape of animals, and then I unwrapped the skins off of uh, the animals, and uh, I've stitched them together into a, a kind of paper for you. So uh, I was initially going to give it to my sister for Christmas as a DIY, but um, she fell into quite a rage the other day when I showed her a, a DIY of upcycling oh. a school desk, and I ah. thought... Maybe that was a bad idea. Well, uh, Susan, I do get pissed off at DIYs. That is true. Did but... she punch you like she punched me? Oh, yes. She's uh, already uh, got one kidney and she's after the other. Susan, do you need, do you need to get out of here? I can help oh. you escape. 
Oh no, thank you. I know all of the symbols and signs of how to get out of here safely. <laughs> I will oh. let you know when I need to. Okay, this just sounds like an, an abusive fam familial relationship. Siblings, fight! I'm not your sibling. <laughs> oh. oh, you too? Sorry, I can also get punchy. I just, it's more of a reflex for me. Okay. Susan, that is exactly what I've always wanted to see from you. Doing stuff like that. Like beating up this old man that really makes us mad. I'm not just an old man. And I'm an inventor. Uh, shut up. Oh. And this and this perfectly evil paper skinning animals like this this is all i ever wanted oh i am sorry i've been doing it in secret that's why i built the killing shed in the backyard i've got this cool leather jacket also made from animal paper uh, it's probably pleather oh. Oh. <laughs> i'm starting to enjoy this oh no yes there's actually something there's only really one thing in this world that will send me into a rage and that's vegan leather because it's just plastic oh. call it what it is vegan leather well some of it is actually made from plants but you know I, I'll, I'll leave it at this that. guy's really asking for a punching i mean a pineapple doesn't stay together that well as a jean jacket i'm just saying i think i think that's just about enough from you leo i am going to take this paper back and give it to my sister who i rightfully made it for in the first place right well i'll just i guess i'll go home and uh, get fucked, I guess. Well, you know what? As a matter of fact, I saw you the other day standing in front of your mirror with your arms and legs spread wide open naked, <laughs> taking pictures of yourselves, calling yourselves the Vitruvian Man or one thing or another. Why don't you go back to where you came from? It was for my work. It was important. I also don't know why you're mad at us. You came over here to borrow something that you didn't even know if we had. We have no obligation to giving you anything. I never said there was an obligation, but of course, everybody should have a little drafting paper on hand. You don't. I ran out. I'm so prolific. Well, I'll tell you what. I have a solution. As my therapist says, I should have come up with solutions instead of just toiling away on my anger. So... Here is my identification, and here is my packing number of the drafting paper I was going to purchase for my sister. If you feel so inclined, you can go and pick it up yourself, as I will have no need of it. Right. I can go get the drafting paper, and it'll be mine. All mine! And with that, he just shot into the sky. He had... Da Vinci! He had away! Whirly gigs on his feet that no no one was prepared to recognize or understand that they were there. He shot straight through the clouds into the grayness and quickly found himself lost in the grayness of the clouds. Ah, I must go higher. I must go higher to escape the grayness. What is that? What's that sound? Who's there? Excuse me, uh, stewardess, stewardess, I'm trying to breastfeed my cat right now, and there's just someone being really loud outside of the window of the plane. Are you are you breastfeeding a cat? Hey, don't judge me. You're in the clouds. Shocked and stunned, Leo falls from the sky, oh. and as he's falling from the sky, he worries to himself that the last thought before he dies will be of a woman breastfeeding a cat oh no the futility of man <laughs> to have the final image be a woman breastfeeding a cat and just at the nick of time his whirly gigs on his ankles start back up and he finds himself standing at the entrance of the longest warehouse you had ever seen outside of a metropolis city 
Oh my goodness. What is this, an industrial park? Oh, well, I guess I'll just waltz right in. There's no one here. Hello? Hello. Oh. You have reached the automated service of packing. If you have a package to pick up, simply say, pick up. Uh, pick up. Ah, you have selected pick up. Yeah. Please remain here while a robot comes to assist you. Robot? What is a robot? Is it like a whirly gig? Don't worry, 3678. I have this. Uh, are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I, You're I, busy. Pa I don't want to break packing. I literally what? haven't packed a single thing over I here. Since we started. I, I'm surprised you still have your robot job. I'm just sitting on a trash can. Just if it was up knitting. to me, I would I would throw you on the reject pile. What? What? Mm, but we're best friends. Yeah, well, I can. Uh, you know what? Sometimes you need a friend to tell you the hard truths. But the hard truth is, is that you're a lazy bum. I'll make it up for you. Yes. By going to the door. OK, I hope that are you satisfied? I am satisfied. I just need hey, to pal. Oh, I love you. That's all I needed. Thank okay. you. I will go then. All right. Lazy bum. <laughs> what? What? Mm. And with that, the other robot went to the front door. Hello. Oh, hello. Picking up a package. Yes, I'm here to pick up this package. OK. Yeah. OK. Who are you? But what do you need to know that for? What do you mean? What do I need to know? I'm an old man. Old men love to ask people in service re retail jobs what their name is, who they are and everything about them. For some reason, we just we just need to know everything about a service worker. That's just what we do. What's your name? Who are you? I mean, I'm one, two, four, eight. Oh, OK. Is that a fake name or are you just trying to? I it's fine. I was given four numbers and I only remember the ones that well, I named the one on your chest plate. There says four, three, two, one. Oh, yes. I assume that's your chest plate. I don't know. Oh, my God. Is this going to take forever? I've been sitting here for like three to four minutes. Oh, uh, listen, ma'am, I'll get to your package next, but he's currently poking my chest and I want to see how this plays out. Well, listen to me. If I know anything about old men is that this is going to go on a while. <laughs> and true. if he's got the dementias, it's going to go on over and over again. And I ain't got the time. I got my Prius outside. Let's go. Um, yes. Well, I'll pick up both packages at the same time. All you right. Here's the number. OK. And yeah. What's your number, ma'am? Oh, I don't have a number. It's an alternator. Well, OK. Um, yeah, I'll pick that. I'll, I'll get it. I'll get both for you. Um, OK, oh my God. Can you believe these people? Like, honestly? Yeah, it's so true. Like, you know, I feel traumatized when I come in here. Every time I come in here, I have to, like, fortify myself. I go to Starbucks and I buy myself like a big creme brulee latte. And oh. I think to myself, better get ready because I'm going to be here like a while. Yeah, I flew my whirly gig boots here and I almost got knocked out of the sky and died because I saw a lady on a plane breastfeeding a cat. I, so I know exactly what you mean. No shit. Yes. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's so interesting. Like, I've been on all these, like, apps and stuff, and I've been, like, swiping and stuff. And I got to say, in one sentence, you are far more interesting than any person I have ever met. Yes, I was swiping through my drafting paper book full of 
uh, designs that I invented and mm-hmm. I came across one and it was it was a beautiful picture of a lovely bridge. Oh, wow. I invented something once. Oh, yes. I made a small square with a piece of paper and I farted in it and left it for my roommate. Oh, my God. It's brilliant. <laughs> yeah. You know, she was super surprised when she found it. And then get this paper. Yeah. And then our, our air filter freaked out. Oh my goodness. I must learn more from you and your wise ways. I mean, I feel like I could learn from you too. I feel like I could learn a few things. (laughs) I like that cat business you were talking about. (laughs) That wasn't me, but (laughs) I guess we could go up to the plane again. Well, it just seemed like it stuck with you as all. And it's like the world is full of possibilities. (laughs) You know what I mean? I guess that's true. Do you want to go to the Humane Society or something? Oh, my gosh. Okay. Yeah, great. Let's see if he can find my alternator, though, because if he doesn't, I can't get anywhere. Well, here it is. A big dumpster filled with stuff. Um, Well, yeah, basically, if it didn't come to your house, then I put it in this dumpster at some point. Oh. Oh, Okay. And you okay. just dig and you find it. Um, oh, um, and if you okay. want, you can take some of the other ones, too. Oh, yeah. that. See, you were ahead of me on that one because I was like, maybe I get something better than an alternator. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you dig whatever you want, really. Oh, OK. Or maybe do like, it. you know, uh, just take one and think it's the best one. Maybe if you like the shape, then maybe it's a better product. And you, you but you only get one. Four, three, two, oh. one. What are you doing up here? But you were supposed to fulfill the orders and you just brought that bin. Yes, I am clearing out the warehouse. It's called cleaning. Oh, my goodness. You know, listen, I thought that you could be okay, and I thought that you would get it together. But all you're doing is just trying to unload this stuff. You're trying to unload your work on on the customers. I was programmed this way. Oh, my goodness. Who would do such a thing? Who would program you this way? I would like to know the same thing. I would like to be a good worker like three, six, seven, eight. But this is what I do. I throw things in the bin and I just give it away. Well, I mean, I could try to reprogram you. I am a bit of an inventor in case you haven't noticed. Yeah. And if you have any bits of paper, I could make you some boxes. That's true. That's true. Mm -hmm. Can robots fart? I haven't done it yet, but I don't want to discount it. At the very well, least, I don't can... think that's fair. Every you know, every sentient being knows how to fart. Even can you, you know, can you smell a fart? Come here, come here. <laughs> no, no, please, I don't want to risk it. Oh, Open I your... feel like we should find out. Just Wait, why? Sniff. Let's just see. Why are you both crowding me? Here we go. Well, now you know. Oh. There you go. Can you smell it? Can yes. you smell it? Yes. Oh, is okay. Is it sweet and sour? <laughs> I'd rather not describe it, sir. Well, if that like... settles it then. It's not fair if you can smell a fart and not make one. I will find it. I will treat this as my personal mission. That's right. Wait a minute. I have a brilliant idea. If you make your fart bombs and then we fill them up with farts, we can install them into the butts of these robots and then they can fart with your fart bomb is that I'm what on you it. want is that what you want sir will that make me a better employee for you i think so i think every employee should be able to fart 
I guess if my boss signs off on it, then. <laughs> well, I do. Well, hang on a second. Let's just ask him. I'm okay. going to press this intercom. And with that, she pressed the intercom and went through a series of prompts getting to the boss. Mm. We find the boss sitting at his table in that way where they put their hands behind their head and interlock their, their fingers and they put their other two legs and they cross them over and they put them on the desk like all like, I'm so cool. Like in that kind of way, that's how we find our boss. <laughs> yes. You're ringing me up. <sighs> Yeah. So listen, I had a question for you anyways. Um, mm. These robots down here, they're going to unionize if you don't let them fart. Oh, so, mm, union. Yeah. So we are going to help them uh, help you and we're oh. going to provide them with farts and then maybe they won't unionize. Yes, we're going to install fart devices in their rear ends. And this will make it so they don't unionize yes you can't unionize if you're farting yeah i'm only speaking big boss language isn't that what you guys always talk about robots if you choose to unionize you can still unionize even if you fart that's something that they don't want to know wait a minute was i whispering into the microphone yes you were just giving me that information oh damn that's it very interesting <laughs> i um, don't have my my spec particular devices so I can see properly. Particular devices. Yes, that's what I call them. Mm. They adjust my vision. Listen, I don't want you messing around with my robots, installing farts in them, telling what? them things like union and all of this. Uh, no. Oh, uh, hocus pocus. Wait a minute. Do you want me to install a fart module in you too? I, I fart plenty, trust me. Oh, the me. band U2. Oh, U2. Uh, yeah. Are they robots? Maybe. Uh, Have uh, you heard the Edge is playing? It sounds like a robot. Okay. <laughs> it's super consistent. Yeah. 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 Um, fine. I mean, that has no business to me. If you want to find U2 anywhere. Okay. Uh, that's for another time then, I guess. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to bring it up. Yeah, so the only thing I'd be interested in is a big autograph. A big autograph? Oh, yeah, a big to... autograph as opposed to a small one from the edge? Yes, yes, yes well, big writing on a small paper. I don't know if you know this, but I'm a big-time inventor. Okay. And I'm a woman with a Prius. Yes. Oh, okay, who impressive, yes. Both equally impressive. <laughs> Who invented the fart bomb that we were going to install in your robot? You invented the fart bomb? No, I invented the means to put it in the robot. Oh my god, I invented the fart bomb. I made a small box with paper and I farted it and in it. I farted it and in it. So you're both an inventor and you own a Prius and you're yes. just an inventor without a Prius. I have whirly gig shoes. I think one of you isn't necessary. Then. They call me Air Leo. Is this going to cost me money or... Oh. Only a roll of drafting paper. Mm -hmm. And $500,000. Oh, and $500,000. Uh, then I'm afraid I'm not interested <laughs> okay. at all. It does not seem necessary. Okay, $495,000. Yeah, you have to ask what you're worth. Uh, $499,000. And a roll of drafting paper. Yes. Get, uh, I mean, couldn't you just buy drafting paper with the money I'm giving you? Yes, but... Oh, my gosh. Now we're getting caught first. up in the details. This is getting ridiculous. Honestly, on. if you're going to get caught up in the details like this, it's like... 
People see how big and long this packing plant is, and they just assume that my money is endless like the plant itself. Right. But it's not. Well, I don't I don't have a big budget like you might think. I only you know can what? afford two robots. That's all that work here. One of them's good. I couldn't even afford to make one of them good at packing. And I can't even to- think of anything more exhausting than listening to a rich person complain about how little money they have. Okay. You got that right. Listen, we already installed the fart boxes in your robots. I'm taking the drafting paper and you can e-transfer me the money. I yeah, want- and if you are wondering where we're going, we're going to the Humane Society. That's so right. there, so we can we're run on a the breastfeed date. Cat. I can't even stand to hear two poor people talking about the Humane Society. How about that? A little bit back at you. Check your emails right now on your phone. Okay. What does it say? Invoice, $500,000. I charge you the original price. What? <laughs> By opening that email, you, you agreed to the contract. and You have to send it. That's the law. Yeah. But I'm Da Vinci. Shop, don't adopt. That's right. But I planned on taking my family to Barbados for the holidays. Oh, you know what? Listen, I can, listen, I can barely I'll, go to Loblaws for the holidays. Okay, like this is. I'll let you borrow one of my whirly gigs, and you can all go to Barbados. Are you happy now? Mm, yes. Okay. Good. And is it one will handle my whole family. Yes, it'll handle your whole family. Now we're gonna go to the Humane Society, and your robots are finally gonna fart. Oh. Okay. Oh, I, I suppose. Yes. If, if I'll just let you do it. If you think that this is necessary, I'll let you do it. Oh, I already did it. They're already installed. They're You're... installed. It's done. Wait, did you take my speaker all the way to the Humane Society? Have you been driving this whole time? Yes. Yes, we're already we we've already done the adoption process. It's already like totally through. It's called wireless communication. It was drilled into the wall. You just took it. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Well, I put it back at least. Well, we'll be back you... in a few hours. That's right. <laughs> well, do your business. I am going to nap. All right. We'll see you later, CEO. And then uh, we find ourselves with Leo and the woman with the Prius and a good handful of cats in. Mm in her car as they pull up to Leo's house and they're sitting in the driveway and Leo turns to the woman with the Prius and the woman with the Prius turns to Leo and she says, I'm so happy you're introducing me to your house. Yes, this is my house, uh, Austin. He's a lovely man of a house. Um, uh, he's he's quite uh, he's quite yes. a presence. Uh, he, old world strength. Yes, he has that strength <laughs> that I lack. Um, he is my rock of a house, if that makes sense. Well, listen. What do you say we get inside this house? You know, I got a handful of cats. <laughs> well, you had me at handful of cats. Um, will I just be waiting in the car the whole time? Oh, I'm sorry, fart butt <laughs> five thousand. We forgot about you. Yeah, you. I've been fighting back here the whole time to try to get your attention. Yes, well, with all the yeah. cats, it kind of got lost. I but, wasn't you know. sure whose farts it was. I'm really sorry. Listen, we're going to I'm just going to put you on the road and then you just drive that way and you'll get back to the plant. Oh, I can take the Prius. Oh, yeah, by all means, go ahead. Where, we, where we're going, we don't need Prius. No. Well, all right, then I guess I'll drive away. All right, bye bye. Have fun in there. It was nice meeting you. All right, let's get let's start 
uh, feeding these cats, if you know what I mean. Great, let's get inside. And as they walked closer to the door, they noticed that it was difficult to get to the house, uh, almost as if the house had been covered uh, in a in a very thin film-like stitched together material oh. that spread all the way from one side of the house all the way over to the other with no entrance and exit. What the heck is going on here? Uh, Susan, I'm almost done. Do you got the other side? Yes, darling. I, um, I'm just stapling it down now. What it's like heck? a good upholstery set. <laughs> what the heck is this? This, this is what I call the best holidays ever. What did you do to Austin? Oh, oh, good. Listen, what? we decided that Austin had looked terrible for long enough. And since my sister and I realized that you can really pull an animal skin quite taut, we decided to wrap the entire house in it. Oh. Well, thank you, but how do I get in? <laughs> that's not our concern. No, our, that's not. <laughs> we just want to know that you're grateful. Well, I'm I'm not because I can't get in my house. Oh, <laughs> okay, okay, all right. You have to be appreciative. It's the holidays. Well, I don't. Yeah, know. when someone gives you a gift, even if you don't like the gift, you need to show that you appreciate the gift that people thought about you. Oh, well, thank you for thinking about me. I guess. Oh, you're very welcome. That'll be four hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of what? animal skins. That's not a gift. Huh? For wait, wow. how much? Four hundred and fifty thousand uh, dollars. We we are we've taken off our own uh, labor charges. It's it's just right, the well, amount. One second, let me check. Skins. Let me check my e-transfers. Make sure something went through. Okay. Oh, it came through. Okay. Keep in mind um, their custom. Yes. Yes. Of course. Well, uh, okay. I I'll send that you the money. Okay. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's going through right now. Okay. Great. 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 Okay. Oh, hang on. You put a password on it. Yeah. Here. Oh, the, the password is uh, I am a genius. I capital I am a genius. Uh, yes. Yeah. And that's. Oh, the, and that's it. That's the whole statement. Yeah, I am a genius. Okay. Yeah. Any spaces? Am, no spaces. I am a genius. Okay. It's Did not it that. And it, I only get two more chances. Oh, jeez. So. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. G genius is G. -E yeah. 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 Capital I am. Yeah, yeah. I am and genius. And I am and genius. And genius. Oh, oh. It, with an exclamation mark at the end. Ah, uh, I see. Yes. Ah, yes. There you go. It's there worked. Go. Okay, great. Um, all right. Well, you got your money. I got my animal skin house. Excuse me. Oh God! Now what? You made me come all the way off of my desk to get here. Because I can't stop my robot from farting all around the factory. It smells like a Shriner's breakfast in there. So it worked. But Logic. even though he's even though he's not at his desk, he's still sitting in a V-like way with his bum on the ground and his feet are in the air and his little feet are sticking up. Did you and his ride hand a skateboard is his head. here? <laughs> yes, I, I have to make sure I'm always sitting. I'm going to need my money back. Oh, uh, well... Here's the thing. No refunds, and I don't have your money. No yeah, refunds. Easy come, easy go, you know? Yeah, so why don't you easy go fuck yourself? Why don't I easily rip these 
expensive animal skins off your house. Oh, I dare you. Uh, I uh, dare you. Uh, 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 mm. You can have them. Oh, okay. Yes, I'll sell them. <laughs> you idiot. Great. Bye, bye Mr. CEO. <laughs> Enjoy your fart factory. Mm. Well, now that we can get in the house, what do you say we go breastfeed those cats? I can't think of a better idea. All right. Can't wait. Spooked. <laughs> that was a scary story. Wow. Industry. <laughs> Who knew farts could be so scary? <laughs> Robot yeah. farts. Well, yeah. I, I I knew. It it all wrapped up in an exchanging <laughs> of money, you know? That's true. Well, to be fair, Da Vinci still had about forty five thousand dollars. So Pretty good. He came out on top. No, he had a full 50 because you charged him the full 500. Oh, that's he true. Had... He did. Yeah, he did have the full yeah. 50. Oh, I just like how Da Vinci had an English accent. I was really into that. I'm pretty sure he's Italian, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, but we didn't want to go there. So, <laughs> no, that's fair. Okay. <laughs> just keep him an, an old guy. That's that's enough. That's all you need. He was never young, anyways. No, no. he was always old. He was born always. an old man. Yep. Always old. Yeah. <laughs> What a scary story. If you didn't believe in ghosts, I'm sure you do now. That's exactly Uh, like how it was at the Ivy School of Business for me. (laughs) Just like that. Yeah. 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 Just always smelled of farts. (laughs) Guy claiming to be Da Vinci running around. Animal skins, of course. 100%. (laughs) Well, on uh, that note, let's do some uh, plugs. Uh, Dale, where can everyone follow you? Oh, you know what? I don't really have any. Oh, no, I do. Oh, my gosh. Okay. Um, <laughs> I have a I have a film coming out in the new year. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called Six Guns for Hire. And uh, it's part of a, a trilogy, like a Western sci-fi trilogy um, written and directed by Matt Campania. And uh, yeah, that's happening next year. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Amazing. We'll it's tweeting. so cool. <laughs> I got that's to like, like fight and like fight like weird animal robot robot hybrids and stuff it was really cool <laughs> yeah <laughs> well, we'll be tweeting that out at spook yeah. podcast as well as go to the sonar network.com see a full profile on dale with direct links to the social medias as well as uh you can check out live from the center on there as well and we also have uh shirts on the sonar network yeah. uh website uh for if you believe in ghosts or if you don't believe in ghosts we got one for each uh, so really uh, stick it to Damien as a non-believer and buy that I believe in ghost shirt. And don't, don't you dare. Don't you do it. <laughs> no, no, no. We need them. Don't we you need, do it. We need them to do it. You buy the buy the other one. Oh, okay. Or buy the pair. That's you know what? Buy the pair. Buy the pair. Keep it neutral. Keep it fair. <laughs> uh, alternate the days you wear them. You know, you want to have equal representation. That's all I'm going to say. So buy, buy them both. That's true. <laughs> and... Spooked. 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 This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.